0: what's up guys this is the host and no holding back chris and yellow as you guys know back in 2019 sony decided to take back their rights for spider-man because disney was giving them a quarter of profits for the web slinger sony felt disrespected since it was supposed to be a fair deal and they originally came up with a deal in 2015 right before civil war where disney was given the rights to use spider-man in future movies including avenger projects and solo spider-man projects as of right now they have reached a deal where Disney will present three other Spider Man movies, either in, you know, as a cameo or in a solo movie, which we're going to see in Spider Man 3. And Disney agreed to pay 25% of the cost of the third film, Spider Man 3, in exchange for 25% of the profits. After the deal is done, both sides having closed the idea for Spider-Man to appear in future MCU movies. And today we have Mass back on the podcast to help us give his take on whether or not Spider-Man should go back, should stay in Disney, or maybe potentially star in Sony projects and Disney projects. So thank you so much for coming back on the podcast, man. Hey guys, glad to be back. No problem, man. So let's start with Sony. So my take on Sony is, is that if Spider-Man ends up going back to Sony, I think it would be, you know, more grittier, more serious than what we see in the MCU movies. You know, uh, I would see more responsibility from Peter Parker in Spider-Man. He would be fighting more serious villains. And potentially we could see a flashback of Ben Parker's death.
1: You make some good points. I definitely think there's a good side to going with Sony. They definitely like taking the serious and slash darker route. I just think sometimes their story work is a bit uh, on and off. Sometimes they have great stuff. Sometimes they have weak stuff.
0: Yeah, and the problem with that is, is that going back to Spider-Man 3, you know, Sam Raimi's last film with Spider-Man, is that executives were always, you know, picking at his movies. You know, originally he didn't want Venom to be in the movie at all. It just because it was going to be fantastic for marketing, you know, selling merchandise, toys, and so on. And he just wanted a Vulture and Sandman, if I'm not mistaken, to be in the third movie. He wanted two villains, and you know, a fourth Spider-Man movie was spe- uh, supposed to come out with Mysterio in it as well. And you know, maybe he would have included Venom. So hopefully, if if Tom Holland's Spider Man goes to Sony uh, full time, he's not going to have to deal with those problems, the creative differences. And, you know, we're going to see him face off against Tom Hardy's Venom, Jared Leto's Morbius, potentially a Craven the Hunter. And, you know, that's fantastic. Those are very, you know, A list villains in the Spider Man universe. And, you know, he could also have allies like Spider Woman, which is, you know, being developed right now uh, in the Sony uh, productions. And there's other ideas that they're coming up with, like Black Cats, if I'm mistaken, and maybe a Gwen uh, Stacy Spider-Man movie. So maybe we could potentially see a Spider Verse as well, and see a live action Miles Morales.
1: Yeah, I think Sony has a lot to offer for sure. They definitely have a lot of the assets that would make Spider-Man universe feel more full and like what it really is in the cartoons, and I guess like just the comics you like reading but you also lose a bit when you take him out away from the universe because as much as like spider-man being alone go like succeeds so much you also pull him out of like the marvel universe and becomes like sony's universe and like they've definitely done some good work i just don't know like we don't need like like a doctor strange in like the entire film but if doctor strange appears for 15 20 minutes it's still awesome like thor ragnarok you know
0: yeah. And, you know, if we could see, you know, a Spider-Man cameo in the upcoming Doctor Strange pro- uh, pro- project, you know, where Scar- uh, Scarlet Witch is going to be in that movie as well. And there's going to be multiverses. Maybe we could see the introduction of uh, Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire Spider-Man that could, you know, connect the Sony-verse to Tom Holland's MCU Spider-Man.
1: Twould would be the dream.
0: Yeah, of course. You know, you've seen it in the animated movie Into the Spider Verse, where you know all these different kinds of Spider Men, you know, come together and fight. Obviously, you know Kingpin and the female uh, Doc Ock. And I just think that if he was in Sony, they would respect more of his origins better than what the MCU has been doing right now. Because as of right now. There is no Ben Parker. It's Tony Stark who is his adopted uncle, if you really want to say. Um, the responsibility factor—it's like at negative two, in my opinion, because he doesn't really have responsibility. Everything was given to him from Tony Stark: the technology, the you know the you know you know the notes and stuff like that. You know, to build things as well. It's not Peter Parker, you know, making his own web shooters anymore. It's basically Peter Parker inheriting Tony Stark's, you know, lab, his technology, his resources. So he's being very dependent still on Tony Stark, even though Tony Stark is dead. He's still relying on Tony Stark in that capacity.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. But I feel like they've still gone out of their way to show that, Even with Tony Stark's assets, he still is a smart guy. When Tony finds him in Civil War. He's made his own webs. And, like, I mean, that's the only, like, strength to his actual suit. And then when you see him in, like, uh, was it Far From Home, he's able to use Tony's technology like he knows how everything works. Like, no average guy can walk in there and be like, oh, I get how this works. He's able to develop his own technology. I feel like in a universe where like spider-man exists in the actual marvel universe and he has all these assets available in the universe where like infinity war like level events are happening why would like tony be like hey yeah you're like handmade webs and like all that stuff is super good like no he's gonna be like you know like dude i can give you like an upgrade or even help you upgrade so i I get where you're coming from because it's not the spider we're so comfortable with but i feel on a realistic level like I get the people, I I get I get the whole thing. People always like don't like about the whole Tony Stark's like babysitting him, and, and like I get it. Like it's not like it, it. I don't hate it. I get the the visual of it, and like they like it's not what they like really want from it. But realistically, like if Thor's fighting alongside Hulk, and like uh, I, I said, Iron Man, Thor. Anyway, if Iron Man's like working with other people, he's gonna give them tech. If Captain America's working with Spider Man, he's gonna train him. You know, like you they work together because it's they have to protect everything. So I I kind of like it. You know, I wouldn't have
0: mind if, you know, Ben Parker was like involved somehow in this universe, and then Tony came in as the new uncle figure, and then he lost Tony as well. So he lost two father figures or uncle figures, whatever you want to consider it. So now there's double the devastation, which adds on to Spider Man's story arc of everyone around them, everyone he loves, is affected because of his Spider-Man persona. And if they would have Done that take of the character, I feel that it would have been more meaningful and it would have been more serious. And if he goes to Sony, we could see those things happening that we saw in, you know, Tobey Maguire's uh, universe and in Andrew Garfield's universe, where people like Gwen Stacy, Harry Osborne, uh, Gwen Stacy's dad, you know, all pass away because of Spider Man, and he has to deal with that guilt for the rest of his life, and he doesn't want to include people into his life anymore because of all the tragedies that have happened before. Even Ben Parker, Peter could say that it's his, it's his fault because Peter is the reason why his uncle died. He told his uncle, yeah, uh, you know, he could drive me there and whatever. And so his uncle was waiting for Spider-Man. And during that time, he gets murdered by a criminal. So Peter has to deal with with that tragic event for the rest of his life. And, you know, and he always remembers the, the most famous words that Ben Parker says to him, where great power comes great responsibility. And that's the first tragedy in a line of other tragedies that follows with you know, the Spider-Man universe. And, if, and it, it always affects Spider-Man and it always makes him think, should I just drop the mantle of Spider-Man, the persona of Spider-Man, because it's hurting too many people Even though I'm helping people, it's hurting my personal life. Like, what do I owe to those people? You know, and I want to see that conflict. And if he goes to Sony, I could see that happening. If he stays in the MCU, you know, he's shielded by the Avengers.
1: Yeah. I think there's pros and cons to a bit of everything, but I don't know that Sony's necessarily going to go down your path either. So... It's you don't really win. I feel like maybe the best is they just keep playing within the the both. They find a way to incorporate him in Sony and Disney at the same time. Then you get a bit of what you want, but you also get a Spider Man inside your Avenger films.
0: Yeah, but you know, like with Disney, the thing is, is that I don't like his CGI costume, First of all, it's too cheesy, and it takes away from the whole character. You know how he puts on his mask and stuff like that and his whole, like, suit. Instead, we're seeing, like, suits like the Iron Spider, which I don't mind seeing, but I felt like they overused it because you, you see him using it again and Far From Home. And why would he have to be using a high-tech suit if he's back on planet Earth? He's not in space anymore. So there's a lot of questions that I always ask myself after re-watching, you know, Spider-Man in these movies. I think the best take of Spider-Man was in civil war. I love that like the way that the the costume was presented in that movie. It didn't look too cheesy and it looked, you know, it was fantastic and the portrayal of Tom Holland's Spider-Man was it was spot on. And then as the movies go on and the appearances go on that the, the the dependence on Tony Stark and the side characters like I just feel like there's no connection between them. Like I don't care for them. Even the new Mary Jane by uh that's played by Zendaya. I don't feel any emotion towards them like I would feel for Christian Dunce's Mary Jane in the Toby Maguire universe or for Emma Stone's Gwen Stacy. I feel no connection to them. You know, like they they just took like B-list actors for example just to like say, "Oh, these guys go to high school with Peter Parker." but they don't really do anything for speed, uh, for uh, Peter's story arc, I feel.
1: No, it's definitely some great points. I see – I know exactly where you're coming from. I do think I, – I, I get it. And, like, yeah, it's a lot of good points. I just – I don't necessarily see – I have a problem with it right now. I think the Russo brothers definitely had the best take on him for sure, not a question in my mind. Maybe I think maybe they're playing it a bit too safe in Kitty at, at Disney. But at the same time, sometimes, like – I feel like Sony gets it, and then they don't, so like I just want to see where they take them in general, but I do know what you mean. I do get. It. I do like the serious Spider-Man and like the and like, yeah, the, the side characters are definitely not the better ones here, but I do think Tom Holland is the better Spider-Man.
0: And if role. you really think about this as well, like Spider-Man has a lot in common with Batman. They both have so many villains that could potentially start in their own movies or as the main bad guy in a Spider-Man movie. And if you look at other superheroes, they don't really have that. They only have maybe four to five, if they're even lucky, to choose from to star in their own movies or in, you know, those superheroes' projects. So Spider-Man has that that quality to add to that character, to enhance the character, to enhance the responsibilities, to make the movie so much better because you have, a the opposite of spider-man facing up against him and he needs to adjust and fight to a style that could beat or resembles his villain's style of fighting as well so you you need to see that character always changing things you know uh you know upgrade his web shooters you know to maybe like electric or like uh, magnetic you know Web shooters that could defeat like guys like Electro or like a Rhino and stuff like that. You see Batman doing that all the time, he's always upgrading his gadgets. And Spider Man is the same thing, but as a teenager, obviously. And he's not, he doesn't have all the resources like Bruce Wayne, but there's a lot of you know things they have in common. And then everyone around them so happens to fall victim to death all the time. And both those characters always have to deal with the mourning process obviously of those characters and they always blame themselves and always question Does peter does spider-man and batman actually do justice for new york city and gotham or does it hurt them instead and not only that what do i owe to these people it's affecting my personal life like i was saying before so i think if he goes to Sony as well you have him you know facing up against these Really massive A-list villains, and especially with uh, you know the actors portraying them, Tom Tom Hardy and Jared Leto are A-list actors, in my opinion. Apart from you know the disastrous Joker portrayal in the uh, DC universe, you know he's still a fantastic actor. So having those actors against you know Tom Holland's Spider-Man, it's really gonna enhance the character and make him so much better yes you have michael keaton's vulture which he's fantastic i love michael keaton but you know he's up there in age and the Vulture's the guy who you know uses wings to fly he's not really a villain that's going to give peter parker a challenge when he's fighting up against him then mysterio yes finally a first real challenge you know he made him like overthink everything he made him you know he ruined his mind basically with memories of Tony's death and the Avengers' death because you saw like a uh, a little like a Easter egg of you know um, Black Widow and Captain America in those uh, imaginary states that he was having from that from Mysterio's you know whatever you want to call it the digital enhancement he used to mm-hmm. mess with uh, with Peter's head.
1: Yeah. I I I just want to say this six film. Whoever's gonna give that to me gets my money.
0: Yeah, and it's not only that, but um, I would love to see how they could, you know, somehow incorporate Tom Holland's Spider-Man into the Sony verse as well, because you have serious like actors ha- having a serious portrayal of the villains but then you have Tom Holland's you know funny comedic like version of Spider-Man facing up against them it just doesn't make sense you know it doesn't add up that's like Jared Leto's Joker facing up against Robert Pattinson's Batman it just doesn't add up and they need to find a way to somehow connect you know both universes so i think my personal take is that they should come to an agreement to include him in Sony projects and MCU projects as well but the problem with that is for Tom Holland's career is that he's going to be playing Spider-Man for like the rest of his career and I don't really see him doing other projects if that's the case so it's really up to Tom Holland at the end of the day if he wants to go that route and be like you know what I'm still young I'm going to be getting paid a shit ton of money but I'm going to be playing Spider-Man like all the time
1: I mean, he still does a lot of films in between because they take so long to make. I don't think – I definitely think it'll – I mean, he's already said he'll love to play this character forever. He said that. So I don't think there's big worry on that. But, like, as a, the talk of whether or not he'll have time, he just filmed – he had a Netflix film that's coming out soon. That weird – the one with Robert Pattinson in it. He has the yeah. movie for Uncharted. He's doing – he's still doing stuff on the side. Like, Marvel's taking, like, a nice, like, four- or five-year break on their film. I think he'll be fine if he does just play Spider-Man mainly and then do side roles. And, like, he is such a, like, great actor. Like, you see him in other films, he's a different person. So, like, I don't think he's typecasted. So I think, personally, I think he's going to do well.
0: And another thing with Disney that I have a problem with, and I know, like, the viewers must be saying, like, why is he always, you know, crapping on Disney? There's a lot of good things about Disney. But I want to talk about the negatives because a lot of people forget that there's pros and cons, to the decisions that are made by Disney executives for the MCU. And people want to always put Disney on a pedestal, but I want to like move away from that and focus on some negatives because it's not really talked about. And I think people should talk about it more often. So another another thing as well is that, like I was talking about before, the supporting cast, besides the main villain, who else in supporting cast really matches up to Tom Holland's acting. Not really anybody else, if you really look at it. I don't see anyone as talented as Tom Holland. And Zendaya needs to stop playing that emo version of Mary Jane because that's not Mary Jane. I don't mind that she's Mary Jane. I have no problem with that. I love her as an actress, but she could do so much when it comes to the acting uh, department for that character. And the take that she has on Mary Jane right now I just feel no emotional connection. And, you know, Peter starting to date Zendaya's Mary Jane, I don't feel any, like, real love in between them like I did with Christian Dunce's Mary Jane and Toby Maguire's Peter Parker.
1: Hmm. Yeah, although they did say she's not actually Mary Jane. I mean,
0: I think they said that because they didn't want to upset uh, viewers that want a comic book accurate depiction of the character. But if she is Mary Jane, after all, I really don't mind. Why would they call her NJ when her name is not really Mary Jane? Could we, you know what I mean? Like I think it's like Michelle, though, isn't it? Yeah, her name is Michelle Jones.
1: Yeah, see? I I just think they don't want to do the same. because Mary Jane and Gwen Stacy have been done. I think Disney's view on it was Spider-Man's been done. Because a lot of people, like, we're we're both avid Marvel fans. Like, if they recasted, like, I know we wouldn't be happy, but if they recasted Tom Holland tomorrow and made a Spider-Man film next year, you'd still watch it, as upset as you would be. Like, I would still watch it, you know?
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think Tom Holland is the only guy that I could see playing Spider-Man in the future until, you know, obviously he gets way too old for the role, because he can't be playing the role forever. But for, as of right now, he's the guy that plays Peter Parker and Spider-Man. It's just... The way that they're using him and the supporting cast they have and the story itself, I just feel that there's a problem with that. And Sony's not perfect, but they're building towards something fantastic. And a lot of people are sleeping on them because people are too focused on the MCU right now. But you, you see what this, what um, DC's building right now, their own multiverse where they could focus on so many different versions of characters. And then you have Sony's verse where They're building up a potential Spider-Man universe. You know, everyone's doing something different. And that's the way that you could beat the MCU is if you're different. Because we've seen DC try to be like Marvel and it failed. So now they're trying something different. And that's what's grabbing a lot of people's attentions. And even though a lot of people are like, oh, we're not asking for a Spider-Woman movie. We're not asking for a Kraven the Hunter movie. We're not asking for a Morbius movie. Wait until Spider Man faces off against those characters, and then you'll change your opinion
1: on those movies. Yeah, you for sure. I agree with you, but my see that that enforces the point I was trying to make. You've seen Mary Jane, you've seen Gwen Stacy. I think Disney's trying to do something different, and while I get that you're you, I mean. I don't personally see it as much as you do. I do know that people praise Disney a lot. They also roast Disney a lot. But I think Disney has done a lot of great things for Marvel, and I definitely think that they were like, "Hey, we've already done the Mary Jane. We've already done the Gwen Stacy. Let's do something different." And while I personally rather a more, not even just like comic accurate acting of a Mary Jane, like Mary Jane's still very smart, and they doesn't have to act dumb and whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's the way she like. She is MJ as a label, but she's not actually... Like, she could have just been any other girl. You could have called her, like, I don't know, Allison. That would have been sick. Because, like, cause, like it, nothing of her, like, character tropes remind me of MJ, you know?
0: Yeah, and the good things about Disney, because I, I feel like I've been talking too negative about Disney. So the good things about Disney, what they've done for a Spider-Man character, is bringing a new take on the character, including him with the Avengers, which is fantastic. You know, fighting... Um, with Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Thor. It's fantastic to see that on the live screen, you know, on the big screen, sorry. And not only that, but you see him travel to space, fight, you know, villains that are associated to the Avengers. So he's not only staying in the city, but I feel that, you know, now it's too much outside of the city. Now it's time to focus back to New York City, which I hope they do in the next movie, unless, you know, he leaves New York City again because now people know that Peter Parker is (laughs) Spider-Man and they think he's a murderer. So maybe he needs to leave New York City once again, which honestly, people are getting really tired of that. They want to see really fantastic like scenes where he's swinging in the city like at the end of Spider-Man 2, the MCU version, and stop seeing, you know, him not really doing anything fantastic when he's swinging because Sony has great swinging sequences and that's something I need to talk about as well the sequences in those movies when he's swinging is spot on like it's amazing how he's doing flips uh, you know and all these creative like moves that he's doing in the air as he's swinging and in the MCU it's just simple stuff you know what I mean and I think they need to you know fix that problem and not only that going back to positive things as well the number of suits that he's had is fantastic because Spider-Man is like Batman. He doesn't have the same suit every single time. He changes his suits depending on who he's facing, you know, who he's fighting. So that take of the character is fantastic as well. But you know, I think they should drop the CGI costume for Spider-Man and make it more realistic. And I remember the original unused suit for Civil War was actual, an actual real suit, even though I liked the take that they, 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 they went with in Civil War and it was CGI, it didn't look as cheesy as it did in future like projects, especially like the spider the iron spider suit. I wasn't really a big fan of how it looked. I would have preferred the original gold and red suit, which was a concept art that they didn't end up using. They used a new take of the iron spider suit.
1: I would have liked the yellow and red Iron Spider suit, too. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's it's a fantastic suit that a lot of people would have appreciated to see. But, you know, moving forward, these are things that, you know, Sony executives and Disney executives could only talk about and discuss what the future is for Spider-Man. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. We've talked about so many scenarios, the negatives and the positives of Sony and Disney. So I just wanted to say Thank you so much once again for coming back on the podcast. And is any additional information that you would like to add?
1: No, I think we covered a lot. I definitely am excited for the future of Spider-Man. I hope Sony and Disney find a way to continue working together so that we get our Spider-Verse and our MCU Spider-Verse. And, uh, yeah, I'm, just, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
0: No problem, man.
1: And I, I think that
0: Spider-Man has, is going to have a fantastic future no matter what happens. If he's in Sony, in Disney, or in both. So I just wanted to say thank you so much, guys, for listening, for supporting me. Don't forget to like this video and to subscribe to my channel and watch anything related to superheroes or Spider-Man videos that I've came up with in the past or anything else that interests you. So thank you so much, guys, once again, and have a good one.